Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name's Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon on the left side of the screen. Or right side of the screen. I noticed my camera flips the, the view. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm, somewhere on the screen, hopefully. I, I don't know if Sometimes I'm, I'm not. The left side or the right side, I don't remember. Yeah. But either way, I guess welcome we'll, to Vengeance we'll see. Football Podcast. Today, we have a Thursday night football preview. Real NFL football. I feel like I need to stop getting so excited, but I can't. Because I mean, it's just, fair, man, because that, that is exciting stuff. We are inching closer to a football game and Tom Brady's seventh ring. Uh, well, he, the, the the seventh banner he has participated in, banner ceremony, if you want to say yeah, that. Yeah, which is absolutely, I mean, it's absurd. That's... Um, so anyway, yeah, we're going to do a Thursday night uh, fantasy football preview for fantasy football pertaining to fantasy football, what you should do. With your lineup leading into that game, who should who you might be able to start, who you might be able to sit, uh, some some injury stuff pertaining to that. We're gonna go quarterback, wide receiver, running back, do that. Before we do that, check our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just type the FF Champs in the Fantasy Champions. You'll find us. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. If you're if you're hitting up the YouTube platform, help us completely trick out the YouTube algorithm by clicking the bell for notifications, liking the video, commenting, and then hit that big fat red subscribe button right below the video. It'll help us out a lot. Yeah. Help us grow to, you know, 500 by the end of the season is a very doable goal. That'd be lit. I would be very excited be about, about that. that. So I mean, after anyway, all, advice I think we've given people, I think. You ready to talk Please. about the NFL season? Yeah, let's do it. I gotta get my shoulders all worked out for this. Because <laughs> it's the NFL season. Yes. You're trying to play in the league. Yeah, dude. My back. <laughs> Still got it. I don't. Literally, I was thinking about like it's the second show we're recording, and my back is killing me from sitting in this freaking chair. Or you gotta you That's gotta why the I do gym fantasy football, back, and I don't do get back in the league. <sighs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Make a run at it. Yeah, I my back is getting me. Play for uh did you hear about that high school that like faked their um Oh dude, I could totally play for that team. Yeah, the bishop, whatever it was. What position do you think I would? At my current weight. Uh you'd probably be like a tight end. Bro. <laughs> Maybe you can play or can I play can I play quarterback? I, I like mean Big ben. Do, you, do you think you would do you think <laughs> you could be Big Ben actually, yeah. You could probably I don't know how effective that. I would be. Flag yeah. football. That's what I'll do. They have that for adults. It's like softball for uh Dude, I would do baseball that. players. Legit. Uh anyway, let's jump into our Thursday night preview. Um we got a lot to get to, so we're gonna try our best to I, I'm i I was I was preparing the show and I'm like, it's either gonna be fifteen minutes or forty eight. So could go either way. Um so we're gonna start off with the home team. And I want to preface this discussion by saying that um, I want to preface this discussion by saying, 
you want to start like it, it looks weird <laughs> don't get me wrong but if there is a player who is playing on Thursday night you want to make sure that player is in your wide receiver or running back slots mm-hmm. instead of your flex slot because if you start that person in your flex and they're playing on Thursday night football uh, it doesn't give you or afford you the opportunity at some flexibility. Say one of your players ends up coming out of the game. So uh, if you have CD Lamb, for example, who is playing in this game, start him in, and you're going to start him, start him in your wide receiver one or two slots instead of your flex slot. Because if you start him in your flex slot, you won't have flexibility as soon as that locks because you'll only have to find a wide receiver to replace him. So, to be fair, CD Lamb's probably already in your wide right, receiver exactly. one or two spots. So uh, just make sure that the Thursday night football guys are not in your flex and they're in your starting wide receiver one, running back one, wide receiver two, running back two wide slots, if that makes sense. I tried to make that as clear as I could, and I think I botched it, but either way. So we're going to start with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are the home team. They're dropping the banner, get a Super Bowl championship. I believe this is their second all-time. Is that correct? Second banner? Uh, Yes. I believe so, yeah. Okay. Irrelevant to fantasy football, but I thought I'd reference it. Um, so the Buccaneers are the home team for the first time. Um, and they have several <laughs> several startable assets. I'll use the word mm-hmm. startable assets. Um, so let's start with Brady. Um, I don't think we have much to question in terms of Brady's health for this game. He's going to start. He's going to play. He's not injured or hurt. So he'll start week one. Um, what are you doing with Tom Brady against the Dallas Cowboys defense? Um, yeah, I mean, we, we've we talked about in the offseason how i um, not sure how to feel about Brady this year. Yeah. Um, I think there was some quarterbacks with higher upside and everything. Mm-hmm. But this week against um, against Dallas, it feels like it's going to be a good start for Brady. Uh, opening day, the banner, mm-hmm. it's a home game. And it's against a defense that, frankly, is – one of the worst in the NFL. Um, I was trying to get a list of defensive rankings. Um, I'll pull it up for you. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the Cowboys would be bottom 10 in the league. Uh, and I know they've added some defensive pieces. They drafted uh, Michael Parsons. And they're trying to improve the defense, but it's still not great. Mm-hmm. And especially that secondary is not great. So I feel like Brady could pick apart the Cowboys secondary. And this just feels like a game where the Buccaneers get 30-plus points and end up winning. Um, so I, I'd be very comfortable with starting Tom Brady in uh, most leagues. If you drafted him, chances are you drafted him as the starting quarterback for your team. Um, so I'd be, I would be comfortable with playing Brady this week. So right now, uh, Fantasy Pros has the matchup rating for Tom Brady at four stars against Dallas. So yeah, I would I would also feel comfortable with starting Tom Brady. If you grabbed like for whatever reason, if you grabbed like Josh Allen and then drafted Tom Brady too, which um, I don't know why you did that, but yeah, real stupid tra- tra- draft strategy. Uh, but if you had a situation where you had a yeah, top if you five one of the quarterback, top, guys, top six yeah. quarterback, and Tom Brady, like top start, no matter what the matchup is, start the top five six like quarterback. Um, like I would say, like, we're going to talk about Dak in a second when we get to the Dallas Cowboys, but Tom or Dak, if you had both of them, right. Which one would you take? Um, 
It's actually, it's actually kind of cool. I think I would take Dak. Okay, yeah, but uh, uh, the defense for the Bucks is absurd. I know that's why. I, that's why I had to think about it. So that's but, that. You know that that's a situation where I mean Dak is on that edge of like five or six, but um, we'll talk. Like I said, we'll talk about whether he's startable in a second. It's just a matter of like if that's a conversation that you're having. Yeah. You know, usually, yeah. I would just start the stud. Um, that's how I, I mean. I, I would. But just I start. also feel like the, Tom Brady does this against these easy matchups, where they score, the defense gets them in position, they score three touchdowns. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Brady's just handing it off to Fournette and, and Ronald Jones for the whole game. Yeah, and he, he throws yep. for 180 yards and a touchdown. And I could I could see that too. <laughs> it's like it's like what happened to Tom Brady? And this that's what happened to Tom Brady because he does. Like, we watched Brady for years do that. So um, yeah, I mean uh, Dallas, great matchup. They give up a lot of fantasy points to quarterback position. I think he's worthy of a start if he poops himself. Fantasy wise, don't at me. <laughs> right. So anyway, let's let's talk about the uh, wide receiver position, and then we'll talk about the running backs and the tight end. Um, well, you know, let's get the tight end out of the way now. Gronk, start or sit? Sit. Yeah, one hundred percent out of the way. People are gonna be like, yeah. well, why? I just it should be self-explanatory. He's gonna get like he's, he's like gonna get like the tight end two 17? catches for fourteen yards. Yeah. No, he's he, people draft. I've seen people draft him to be the starting tight end for their team in fantasy this year, and I'm like, yeah. We, we think it's self-explanatory stuff. for Gronk not to start in this yeah. game, but I would say don't start Gronk because you no, should. No, don't, don't, do not start Ronald. Um, So, yeah, at the wide receiver position, we have three guys. We have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown. Um, All three are going to start in this game, I believe. None of them yep. have injury designations as of right now as we mm-hmm. record this podcast. So if something happens and changes, obviously adjust your rosters accordingly. Um. We might put a tweet out about it or something, so maybe go to our Twitters and find out about what happened. But I don't. I as of right now, as far as you're listening to this program, like you're not. This is what we, this is. We're going off the information yeah, we have. They're fine right now. So, um, let's start at the bottom. Antonio Brown going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, he has a good matchup. Are you okay with with putting him in your lineup this week if you need like a flex? Yeah, I think for this week I would be. I mean, it's. I'm having this debate in my home league because I actually have two players that we're going to talk about, and one of them is Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm having a debate who to start in my second flex spot. But um, I I feel like I'd be okay with AB because of what I said earlier about Brady and kind of the Cowboys defense and specifically the secondary, where it feels like do do the Dallas Cowboys have anyone that you'd be comfortable? One playing one on one defense with Godwin, Mike Evans, or Antonio Brown. No, and chances are their second or third corner is going to be guarding Antonio Brown. Like it just feels like a matchup nightmare um, right. for the Cowboys. And Antonio Brown could have a good week. The thing is, I don't know if all three of these guys are going to have great weeks. So one of them is going to take a hit, and yeah. the logical answer would be Antonio Brown. But at the same time, you don't know because Brown also had the most targets last year when he got signed. So mm. I don't know. I really don't know. I, but I would, if you have Antonio Brown, you're like worrying about, you know, some guys to start the flex. I, mm. I think he would, he should definitely be considered and he's a good option. Obviously if you drafted someone higher by a lot yeah, and, and um, they're more in a better position then you would start those guys. But if you're having a debate and Antonio Brown's in the conversation, um, I would be comfortable with starting him. So for him last year, as soon as he came back from that suspension, 
Uh, mm-hmm. He had five targets, eight targets, 13 targets, three targets, five targets, seven targets, six targets, 15 targets. It's um, like that 13 target game kind of then. Right. It's obviously a, a good start. Now, the difficulty is I feel like if 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 you're in a situation now with the Bucks offense as it stands, okay, it's okay. tough. It's tough to predict which wide receiver is going to be really good. So that's why I would say for like AB, I would mm-hmm. against these easy matchups like Dallas, I would start him. And I would start him in the hopes that he does get that 10-15 target game. You know what I mean? Or, or maybe he only gets seven. That's still good enough, I think, for A.B. to have production. But for me, like I look at it as a situation where if you have an easy matchup for the guy, even if he might not get the target share, uh, you have to throw him in that lineup. Um, and the the issue with, with the Bucks, if you drafted any one of these three wide receivers, is that you don't know who's going to get the target share on a week-to-week basis. And we're not going to be able to project that and tell you what's going to happen with that. So we're just going to tell you based on matchup what this guy's going to do. And I feel like, I feel like Antonio Brown is probably a safe bet to start mm-hmm. just based on the matchup. Cause for wide receivers, it's, it's pretty freaking good. Yeah. Right. Uh, so then you also have just quickly, these other two guys, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, you drafted so high. I you feel like start. you just, you got to slide him in that wide receiver two slot or wide receiver one slot and just eat, bite the bullet. Because you drafted him that high, um, and then Chris Godwin, I think, kind of the same boat. He's kind of in the same boat. But if you drafted him, he's like your wide receiver three, and you're questioning whether or not to start him in your flex. Uh, I would say start him obviously against Dallas. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Okay, do you have any more thoughts on Chris Evans, uh, Chris Godwin's, and Mike Evans? Chris, no, Evans I mean and, you're and you're Mike gonna have to. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you got to start both those guys if you drafted them. Um, there's going to be weeks this year though, where I don't know if you should start Chris Godwin or even to yeah. people, it might be considered a hot take, but even Mike Evans some weeks. Um, but this week against Dallas, it's like, you know, you drafted these guys where they were and it's a bad, it's a good right. matchup, bad defense. Like you, you're going to have to start these guys. If you have them. Okay. Um, and then at the running back position, I'm going to quickly right now pull up some information on uh, Fournette and Rojo. I believe they're both fine for the game, but I just want to check. Um, mm-hmm. So let's, I mean, we can just open the floor for both these guys if you want while I look up there. Uh, yeah. Looks like uh, Fournette's, Fournette's fine. Um, and then Ronald Jones is fine as well. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I, so kind of what you referenced earlier when we were talking about Tom Brady of if the Buccaneers have a good lead and by the time the third second half comes around, like the third quarter, Brady just hands it off a hundred times to these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Fournette, I would feel less comfortable with uh, okay. because of his, he's kind of more the pass catcher. Um, they both are very close in carries, but Ronald Justice have more typically gets more. Um, so, I mean, last year, Ronald Jones had almost 200 carries. It's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I do want to know your thoughts about it because, again, I have – so in my in our home league, I have Ronald Jones and Antonio Brown, and I've been going back and forth on who to start. I'm definitely leaning Ronald Jones because of that reason. I think the Cowboys – the Buccaneers will have um, control of that game, the game and they will start handing the ball off, and I could see a goal line touchdown for Ronald Jones or something like that where he gets a solid like yeah. 14, 13 fantasy points and a good flex option. But I want to know your thoughts. So, I mean, 
I think for I want to quickly pull something up. Uh, I think for for both these running backs, um, they do have a much harder schedule than they had last year. But uh, Bruce Arians said like a couple weeks ago, I believe that um, both these guys are going to split time again, so it's going to be like an even split. Uh, Dallas is a good matchup. So, I mean, if you have either one of them and you're like, okay, I got one flex spot and I have Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, who do I start? Oh, I don't know. Flip a coin. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Okay. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I Because I, I, if, if there was indication that one guy is better than the other, then I would be like, yeah, I'm okay with that. But as of right now, there isn't. It's just kind of whoever really gets say, the hot hand. That That is, that is true. But over the course of last season, Fournette had 97 rushes and had 3.8 yards per carry, which is awful. Yeah. And Ronald awesome. Jones had 197 carries and 5.1 right. yards per carry. Did Fournette so get did, hurt at all last year? Is that why? No. No. I don't, so oh, he might have actually. He might have. I think he was to help so, scratch one. So here's the reason Fournette is considered as highly as he is now, though, is because of what he did in the playoffs. Because in the playoffs, oh, okay. it was like playoff Lenny, playoff Lenny. and he was. Let's go. He was like he kind of got along. So the interesting thing too is that Fournette. They've said Fournette goes in on pass catching downs. So if you feel like this is going to be, you know, and and this maybe is an indicator of who you should start in this circumstance. Like if you feel like, um, if you feel like Leonard Fournette or the the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be in a shootout with Dallas, right? Then I would say Fournette's probably the guy that okay. is going to have a better week because he's going to be out there on the pass catching down. Now that doesn't mean that Ronald Jones is not out there for pass catching. Right. Work, right. But that just means that a majority of passing downs and passing snap percentages are going to go to Leonard Fournette. So I would say if it's, if it, if you think it's going to be a shootout, then I would go Leonard Fournette cause he's going to see most of the playing time on the field. If it's Ronald Jones and you see the game kind of leaking away and, and you want to get, you know, like like if they you think they're gonna blow out Dallas, which I don't think they're gonna do. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe that defense will help them blow out Dallas. But if it's a, if it's a blowout, then Ronald Jones is probably gonna get more work on the ground. Rick is right though. Last year he averaged roughly, I want to say sixteen to seventeen carries per game. So if he does get that and add like two to three receptions, that is a higher upside I think than what you would get from Leonard Fournette. So if you're choosing between those two guys, then yeah, I would say start Ronald Jones. Are you okay with starting Ronald Jones this week? This week against Dallas, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just because they're playing Dallas. Good matchup, right? Correct. Either way. Um, Any more thoughts on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? No. Okay. Let's move to Dallas. Dallas has got Dak. Dak's an automatic start. Um, There has, for me, he's an automatic start. I will say this: there, I've been seeing on Twitter there has been some people out there who say there the the start your studs argument is crap. And I would say, don't listen to that moron. That's yeah. That's <laughs> because you start your studs. Kind of dumb. Don't overthink fantasy football because there are going to be times where players who are studs have bad matchups and you sit there and you overthink it and you take them out of your lineup, lost many games that way. Keep mm-hmm. the studs in your lineup. You're there. You get studs and you get these high level players because you want them to play in the biggest like spots in your lineup. You don't pull them for backups who have a better matchup. Doesn't happen. Um, right. So I'll just put that out there right now. So Dak has been questioned <laughs> as a starter for the week because mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay matchup's not the greatest. We saw what he did against what they did against uh, Mahomes in the Super Bowl, 
I feel yeah. like Dak is very much susceptible to something like that happening <laughs> as well. Yeah. But what do we know about Dallas? They get they blown out. Throw the ball and they get blown. <laughs> they get blown out. What else yeah. do we also know about Dallas? Those trash time points are yep. top notch. Yep. Start Dak Prescott. Um, yeah, the king of trash time. There's not going to be much like else. Like 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 right now, I know Jalen Hurts was a ninth round pick. Jameis Winston, I believe, has a good matchup. He was like a thirteenth round pick. Tannehill mm-hmm. is like a ninth, tenth round pick, and he also has a good matchup this week. So it's like. If you drafted Dak early, like in the fifth round, sixth round, and then you draft another quarterback in the ninth or tenth round, and the guy has a better matchup, I would start Dak. You could debate it. Yeah. I said you could debate it, but I would agree. Oh, okay. Um, I I would say Jalen Hurts, I do love his matchup this week, Mm -hmm. and he's going to be a player that's very matchup dependent. But um, if you have Hurts, he would be someone I consider. But yeah, no, Dak will be good. He might struggle early, but... As you said, he's the the king of trash time with the Dallas Cowboys. Although I don't know, the Vikings were trying to steal their throne last year. But yeah, um, yeah, no, I think that that's a real possibility of like the mm-hmm. Bucks up by like two or three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and then Dak throws to Ceedee Lamb with like five minutes left <laughs> for a touchdown, Love saves it. everyone's fantasy night. Um, and I think that's a that's a high possibility. So yeah, I'd still start Dak. I think I have him ranked as like QB seven for the week though. Okay. So he's not. You know, he's not a top five quarterback, but he's still a QB one. Okay. Um, let's talk about the receivers. Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. Obviously, all three of these guys uh, have a situation where um, they also are not going uh, against the easiest opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to, it's like I said, it's not like on Fantasy Pros right now. They don't have it ranked as a horrible matchup. Actually, they have it as a, like a five-star match. I mean, a four-star matchup for wide receivers. That's interesting. So, um, for me, like, I would say Tampa Tampa has a really, really good pass rush, which will affect yep. Dak, which I think will in turn affect Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you drafted Cooper and you drafted CeeDee Lamb, you most likely did it in the third and fourth rounds. Um, and if that's the case, I feel like just for week one, we don't really know what the defenses are fully going to look like early in the season. There tends to be a lot more uh, or a lot better play from offenses than defenses early. Yeah. I don't know if you would disagree with that, but that's what I tend to notice. So I would say if it's if it's a questionable matchup, I would just start the the star player um, and Amari yeah. Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. Um, if you have both and you have to make a choice, um, I don't know. I think Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, though, are both kind of – it's in the same category of – Right. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, where you drafted them where you did, you're going to start them um, no matter what. And I think it, you know, it's not a great matchup, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, fantasy pros has it four stars, and I get why I think um, the trash time points, man. I, 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 I don't know. I could, I could see Cooper and CeeDee Lamb having decent weeks this week. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not insane wide receiver one weeks where they get 30 fantasy points, but, um, they could, they could both have very solid weeks. Michael Gallup, on the other hand, uh, I'm not too I, I probably wouldn't start him unless you have. Yeah, I wouldn't start him either unless else. something yeah. happened. Like, have him on your team ready to go in case you need yep. another flex option. But as of right now for week one, unless you really desperately need up. a flex, like I would I would just hold off on Michael Gallup. Yep, me too. Uh, running backs, don't start Pollard. No, <laughs> I would I would definitely tell <laughs> you not to start, start Pollard. Have him on your team if you have Zeke as a handcuff, but that's mm-hmm. about it. Um, there has a, once again, Rick, 
there has been questions about whether you should start Zeke this week. Now, I forgot to reference this before we started talking about the Dallas Cowboys, but apparently yep. one of their top offensive linemen got Zach COVID. Martin, who is on so NFL, you know how NFL has their top 100 players yes. every year? Right. Zach Martin was number two. Overall? Yep. Behind Patrick. love of Pete. <laughs> so, or he was either number two or number three, but he was in the top three. So the question here has been because he's out and Zeke is going up against one of the toughest matchups that you can have as a running back. And he's already missing his top offensive lineman. And he's already missing his top offensive lineman. Do you start do you do you sit him this week with the expectation that sit. he might have the, he might not have the best week? I don't sit Zeke, but I'm definitely not expecting um a monster week. Okay, I would I, say, yeah, I agree. I, I would temper expectations for Zeke. Like, don't expect him yeah. to get 30 fantasy points this week. It's kind of like the Barkley thing. If Barkley plays this week, and I will probably talk about that on another show, but yeah, you're starting him, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, most likely. Right, it's the same thing. Like, Zeke, like, I don't, this might be one of his worst weeks of the year, but they, for Zeke, that could still be the like biggest, 13 fantasy points. The biggest thing for Zeke is that he provides pass-catching upside. Yes. Obviously, yep. so... If they're passing a lot because they're, you know, in a shootout or in a situation where they have to score against Tampa, then I think that will affect it. But as far as rushing is concerned, like I could totally see him averaging like three point five yards a carry, three yards a carry in this game yeah. and just having a bad night. Yeah. Um but who knows, maybe Tampa is really not as good as we think they are. <laughs> so maybe anyway. any more thoughts on Zeke? No, that's okay. pretty much it. I think uh, I'm as I'd be and then the two tight ends, and we'll complete the show. Uh, I wrote down two because I guess uh, Dalton Schultz is the number one tight end on the roster for Dallas. So there's Dalton okay. Schultz and Blake Jarwin. Um, as of right now, I would say, I would say that the tight end position for Dallas is not something you want to invest in. No, yeah, um, no, not right at now. All. No one has been drafting them, and I was gonna say. If you need a streamable option at the tight end position, it might be something that would be interesting in five weeks. <laughs> but right. as of right now, right now, there's a lot of young, talented tight ends that are in the draft that you probably invested in that I would much rather stick in your lineup for week one. We're not talking about making the playoffs here in week one. You're talking about getting your roster out there, seeing how it performs, and then going, making decisions and making adjustments from there. So, like, for me, everyone's like, oh, my God, starts and sits, starts and sits, starts and sits, and we'll do a starts and sits show tomorrow. But, like, I'm not panicking at this point about certain positions because I want to see what my team does first before I start going, okay, I know this defense is good here and this defense is good here. I've, saw, I've seen people in the fantasy community already count playoff schedules, and we don't even know what these teams look like yet defensively. So, right. Um, yeah. Oh wow! Uh, breaking breaking news. Not really that breaking, but Justin okay. Justice Hill tore his Achilles at practice today. Oh, um, he's out for the rest of the season. There, that's why uh, they're working out running backs in um, in oh, Baltimore. That blows <laughs> for him, at least not for yeah. fantasy. But either way, uh, if they bring in Todd Gurley, Gus Edwards, maybe Ugh. takes an Yeah. Either way, so like I said. Let your roster, I'll probably talk about this a little bit more tomorrow, but let your roster ride out this week. See what you get. There's going to be some tough decisions, but Dalton Schultz is definitely not one of those guys that should be a tough decision. Don't start him. Don't don't even have him on your team yet. <laughs> to be completely mm -hmm. honest with you. 
Yeah. No, it's gross. I don't want to either. Okay. There you go. There is a list of players for Thursday Night Football. Uh, lots of good fantasy options. Can't wait to watch the game because I got CD. Got CD in the home league. We're going to see what happens. I got, actually got a multiple league, so that'll be exciting. Enjoy the first Thursday Night Football game. Tomorrow we'll come with you. Starts and sets. See you later, guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.